Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is episode 86, Zeros. Now, when I use the title Zeros, you're probably thinking about politicians, tyrants, bureaucrats, the mass media, our tech masters, or the little fact-checker gnomes, maybe the health officials. No, I'm talking about Zeros. Because for the first time ever in this podcast, I'm pretty much doing the entire show on one internet site called Zero Hedge. I should tell you, I've seen Zero Hedge described as the QAnon of the financial world. And that may or may not be true. But over the years, I've found a lot of things in Zero Hedge that, while seeming to be sort of out of this realm or out of the world end up being true or at least mostly true. And so um, I've come to rely on them more and more recently, and they've just had a whole bevy of information in the last few days that I think is worth sharing with you. First of all, I want to start with a uh, Friday column by Tyler Durden, and it's called Mapped. Gas prices across America reach all-time highs. Now, you probably have heard that gasoline in California is approaching the $6 range, and in some cases, slightly over that. I know uh, we bought some gas here in Ohio, and we are generally in a moderate price range here. And uh, on Friday, we purchased some that we spent three ninety a gallon for. And they go through and they list uh, some of the lowest costs and most expensive states in the United States where their prices are. Clearly, shipping costs and state taxes are factors in all those. Um, but it's uh, the highest price in history per gallon. Now, I, I should add that obviously the weakness of the dollar contributes to that. I remember as a young man, when I first started driving, I was paying a quarter to 26 cents a gallon. And uh, that's because at that time, the dollar, although not entirely robust, was certainly much stronger than it is today. Another article from Saturday, the 26th, it caused, uh, it's called Visualizing the Link between soaring food prices and political instability. And I'm going to read just a little bit of it here for you. Uh, Tyler Durden writes, The Russian war in Ukraine has had immediate repercussions for global food markets, given Ukraine's major role as exporters of essential agricultural products. Uh, That includes Russia as well. Their primary products are wheat, sunflower oil, barley and corn, and some perishables like fruits and vegetables. Uh, Basically what it is that that chaos over there um, is truly impacting uh, the overall availability of food. It's going to be a a real vital issue in the the third world, Um, but we're going to face it here, too, as many of you know, as you've done your 
grocery shopping or whatever, you've seen that the costs of many items have gone up dramatically. I know we're in the restaurant business. Our wholesale costs are out of this world, and we're faced with the difficulty as restaurateurs uh, when to raise prices and how much to raise them at some point becomes diminishing returns. So it's a real, given the after effects of all the COVID restrictions and things of that nature and, and still remaining COVID fears, we uh, we are in a university town, so we have a bunch of chickens in town. Nevertheless, uh, uh, add to those constraints the now the high costs of wholesale food and all that means that people are less willing to spend a higher dollar especially when their incomes have been eroded by inflation so it's just a vicious cycle and i don't see uh an end in sight another article from zero heads this was on thursday the 24th and it's by one of my favorite columnists. He's a classical historian, Victor Davis Hansen. He also owns a farm and winery out in California. And he writes that the real, quote, reset is coming. And uh, I would urge you to read that article by him if you can. But uh, he, he has in bold his opening sentence, as President Joe Biden believes the Ukraine war will mark the start of a new world order. And uh, he goes on in his second sentence and quoting now, in the middle of the COVID global pandemic, Klaus Schwab and global elites likewise announced a great reset. You know, that sounds like, well, as I stated at the beginning, it sounds like QAnon stuff. But when you think about it, they, I have, read it in another column on another site, and I can't recall where, and I apologize for that, that over 90 countries right now in the globe are considering or in the process of getting prepared for digital currency. Now, I shouldn't say currency. That's, that's a bad term, but digital money. In that sense, it gives them an opportunity to track your every move, your every expenditure. And uh, I, uh, I think it's something we should really be afraid of. The fact that 90 countries are seriously considering or planning for it makes it a likely prospect, I think, going forward. The speed of its uh, occurrence is still uh, to be determined, but yet, it this appears to be the movement towards what all this chaos we've gone through in the last three years uh, is giving them an open opportunity to implement so, something of that nature. I uh, I may sound like a conspiracy theorist, and I know some people are not all that upset about the prospect. You know, I see it now of people using their telephones to transact business and things of that nature. But the point is, they aren't as paranoid as I am, and maybe not as you are. I really don't care that government and everybody knows my business. And if our only way of transacting is digitally, that means that small 
little job I have around the house that maybe, you know, paying somebody to mow the lawn or something of that nature where I just shell out in cash to a a teenager or a college student is no longer feasible. I have to do it with electronically. That means then that he's going to be at risk at times if he gets over the $600 limit and things of that nature. And uh, so it just it's just another mechanism for governments to control us and take our money. A couple of headlines uh, that I picked out of there also were uh, from uh, 325, which is Friday. Biden casually says food shortage going to be real as a necessary price of anti-Russian sanctions. Yes, folks, bite one for the bullet. Bite one for the, so the military-industrial complex can sell more arms. Uh, bite one so the politicians and stripe-pants diplomats and so forth can fail again. You're going to take it. The big guys make the decisions. The little people pay the price. And I might add... Uh, this is one that has a real impact on food prices, uh, the supply chain, and a number of issues. Is the global diesel shortage right now is going to push oil prices much higher? There's going to be a real constraint or tension in the in the refining process about what to do first and when to do it, and you know the. Oil companies are going to go where they can get the best return on the dollar. But nevertheless, we are going to have diesel shortages uh, going forward. So that means even if we can get trucks on the road, uh, they may be limited in their capacity and distance. And that means the logistic people, the trafficking people will have to come up with better and more uh, economically feasible systems for transporting all the products to and fro around the country and, of course, around the continent. Another article from Zero Hedge on Friday. Um, this is a column by Von Greyerts. All hell will break loose for humanity. The consequences... Well, let me, let me give you the... Egon Von Greyerts, uh, and he's with goldswitzerland.com. We're now at the end of an era of economic and moral decadence in a debt-infested world built on false values, fake money, and abysmal leadership. All hell will break loose. Going on, quoting, the consequences will be fatal for the world. I, uh, I'm somewhat of a history buff. I enjoy reading and writing about history, and lately I've even gotten into history on uh, Netflix. <laughs> and uh, I, I I apologize for that because it's not always true history. Any condensed version is not. But again, not even a great book with uh, footnoting and great detail can cover every aspect of an historical uh, situation. But nevertheless, I've been Lately, watching about ancient Rome and, and some of the things they went through as they collapsed. And certainly, uh, false values, uh, fake money, and terrible leadership were critical factors in the decline of Rome. 
Confucius once said, and I'm quoting uh, Von Greyerts here again, Confucius once said that the superior man thinks always of virtue, the common man thinks of comfort. And that's the problem we have, I think, in our current situation, particularly here in the U.S., in the sense that we have had, at least since World War II, we have had a situation where we get increasingly more comfortable with the rise of technology and our production capability. Goods and services have been relatively cheap. We've been able to live a high lifestyle on relatively low income. Home ownership was was a, a reachable goal for most of our population. And um, that hasn't always been the case in the globe in the history of humanity. Most people do not own their own homes across the globe. And so we've had it pretty fat and pretty happy over the years. And it seems that we have bought into that idea that our goal in life should be comfort rather than virtue. And I think we're going to pay for that in the end. It's going to come back to bite us big time uh, when we uh, when the final curtain falls. Anyway, then another column I got by uh, out of Zero Hedge, and this is from Friday the 25th. It's by Lance Roberts uh, via realinvestmentadvice.com. And he says the surge in bond yield says, says it's time to buy bonds. Um, I can understand his reasoning. I'm going to give you another quote here. The surgeon bond yield suggests we are nearing the ideal entry point to buy longer duration bonds for capital appreciation and portfolio protection. Um, I, I understand the reasoning for that. As I said, I'm still a little skeptical. I'm skeptical of government uh, and a lot of bonds well, at least the tax-free type or the tax-limited type bonds are government-issued, I would be a little leery of that because it'd be easy for them just to kill it all and start from zero. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a cynic about that. But anyway, that's our zero uh, show for today. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's zerohedge.com. You may find it interesting. You may find it crazy. Uh but nevertheless, uh, if you want to give it a try, give it a shot. That's Living Liberty for today. Uh, I want you to live free, stay free, and be free. I'm Charlie Earle. <laughs>